0: Here, Um, I think I talked about a healthy church. What? How would you measure a healthy church? I mean, by by what would you? you, you, What uh, measurement would you use? Would you count the number of people, the building, the size of it, the budget, the money that you might have? Um, No, I think this is not necessarily a prescription for a healthy church but certainly a description of the early church from the very beginning. And I I think it is important that the priority is there, that there is a devotion, if you will, verse 42, to the apostolic teaching. This is the unique word of God. And to add here the apostolic teaching, this is the word that Christ gave to his apostles inspired by the Holy Spirit to be written down for the church today. It is through this revelation that given to these apostles then that we understand all of scripture from Genesis to Revelation. The Old Testament isn't written in isolation It it really provides a great foundation for what the apostles then will teach. The foundation, it begins, of course, with Christ's ministry and life in the Gospels. It goes on to talk about the history of the church, where we're at here at Acts, and then finally all the letters to the various churches and some to individuals that are applicable through the ages. And finally, a direct revelation of Jesus Christ himself to the church and explaining the very end of the ages. It isn't that we don't know anything about the Old Testament, but is the Old Testament is a rev is a declares and speaks of Christ and these apostles then explain that. And so that's what we need to be devoted to and not uh, anything else. It doesn't mean other tools and resources, books and so forth. Uh, don't provide any kind of help. Uh, they certainly do, but but ultimately, it is to this very apostolic teaching, and that is one of the th- key things that I attempted to do early on when we really didn't have much else to uh, build this church on. Uh, what? How would we build a church if if we were based on the the grandeur of our building? It just wasn't there. Uh, We've done a lot to repair and update and to get it into shape which we could use, but uh, many places are far superior and continue to do so today. We couldn't compete with those places that were very popular that a lot of people went to and so forth, um, or that had great uh, music ministries and so forth. But what we could do, uh, and anyone can do, if God would call you out to pastor church or to be engaged in ministry, what you can do is open up this very Word of God, read it, and explain it. That's enough. I think it was enough then. I I do, again, i appreciate everything else, but that's enough for a foundation for people to find some devotion to. And indeed, in time, that's what people came for, and they were devoted to hearing the Word of God, to growing in grace and in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ in time we were blessed that others came along and this second aspect could be uh uh, accomplished here within this body of christ and that is fellowship we're familiar with the greek word i'm sure you've heard it before koinonia it means to literally have things in common and to share with one another And that takes time to build up a body to where you're actually even comfortable to function in a way in which you recognize one another in the same body of Christ and to fellowship with one another. Initially, I told people as they would come and visit, I said, well, come and visit and you'll hear God's word taught and explained and perhaps differently than you might hear it somewhere else in time. I was able to tell them, and which I do now, is you'll also be able to see God's people and be a part. And I get a lot of reports back on that, how others really appreciate being in a fellowship of genuine believers who trust in Jesus Christ. One of our prerequisites to membership that all of you have gone through is to meet together to discuss these things to for you to be able to give your testimony of salvation and for us to discuss the teaching of the church and the direction of the church and I think it 's really been helpful and helped to build a healthy church in the same going in the same direction. The third thing of course, is the communion this is the uh, manner of speaking the way they would have at, at that time in the in the uh, early church they called it the breaking of bread that's what we'll be celebrating tonight as we uh, gather together take these symbols as Christ has commanded his followers to do this as often as you do it in remembrance of me it it isn't that there is some sacrifice that's going to be initiated again this is done in remembrance of the once and for all sacrifice that christ finished on the cross but we need to be reminded of it as a body of christ gathered together again an essential thing that the church does in our worship is and it can't be replicated online if you will is we gather together together receive these elements in communion with one another and spiritually with Christ as we remember him. And finally, the fourth thing is indeed prayer. Prayer to be publicly part as well as privately part, that the church would have a commitment to it. I'm thankful there are many groups that are engaged in prayer, whether it's specific prayers for the children, uh, specific times to pray, which we do, In the morning before the evening, uh, before the morning service, we gather together on Wednesdays to pray on a regular basis, uh, corporately, and then, of course, individually as well. It is essential that the church be saturated with prayer, as Paul would say, to pray always, right, to to allow that to be the manner of your life. Yeah, uh, informally and formally having specific times, and then just randomly to where prayer is just part of your life as breathing might be just simply with living. They gathered together, and in this specific situation, they provided for one another's needs as they needed It's been my privilege over the years to see this church engage in that kind of activity as well. Not specifically exactly what they were doing, because we're not in their situation, right? However, I've seen in many occasions where people within the church do have a need, and that need was met from within the church. We have two ways of providing for those, those that are outside the church that we're not aware of. We have a screening process that we go through, but within the church, gifts are given uh, and most of them done without my even knowledge of it. There is next thing we know someone has a particular need and that need is met often in an anonymous manner just so that they'll know that that is indeed from the Lord. And that is a great joy to see. Uh, beyond that in our text it describes as a description that they, they were coming together. Day by day, that is on a regular basis, as they gathered together, as the people of God were called to worship, they wanted to come together and worship and uh, praise God. And ultimately, in the end, the Lord was the one who was adding to their numbers day by day those who were actually being saved. And that's what we pray for that God would add to our number, not that we would have just greater numbers, but that people would actually come to Christ be saved, and added to the church in that way, that they would actually be regenerate members of the church and uh, that it would be of the Lord's doing. I think that's an explanation of what a healthy church is. This is the, uh, the foundation on which we uh, began here. And if we look back in time, we can look how God, at least I can anyway, um, I can look to see how God has blessed those efforts, and it's great to be a part. Let me move forward to then, since I'm talking about the state of the church, just to review a few items that came to my mind over this past year. This past year um, in 2021, uh, and I wrote this one down just at the last minute. I wasn't thinking about it. You know the church got together and we had talked about some of the problems in the in our uh, association with the SBC, and um, we kind of w- went with a wait and see. We were asked to pray that perhaps the CRT proposal resolution would be overturned, and that we would uh, be in solidarity with our brothers in the founders group in particular. Unfortunately, that uh, did not. Uh, Get uh, overturned. Uh, Instead, it was affirmed in a slightly different way. So, we just talked at a members' meeting uh, among the church, and a unanimous agreement yeah, we just don't want to be affiliated with that anymore. It's not necessarily a negative. I see that as a positive that um, the church doesn't have an interest in gaining their uh, reputation. By belonging to some organization that would necessarily give them some credibility. The fact that uh, uh, this uh, many in the leadership have kind of walked uh, astray and gone astray uh, says a lot for the church to say, well, uh, we're going to put our foot down. And by the way, this week, I think, uh, I did have our director of missions contact me and want to have lunch sometime with me this week. So be in prayer for that, that I'll have um, uh, a cheerful <laughs> response to everything. I'm sure I will. I'm just joking. Uh, but I'm sure there won't be anything that I'll say that will change his mind about anything, and I'm sure there's uh, every, there's nothing he would say that would change my mind about anything. But maybe, uh, as somebody once said uh, here in one of our groups uh, you can at least put a rock in their shoe, you know, let them step on it to think about uh, whether the leadership that they chose is actually qualified to be an elder in the church. And if the uh, direction of CRT has anything to do at all with Christianity um, and the egalitarian direction in uh, many churches and finally how they'll deal with uh, human sexuality and gender in the future. It's scary of what's going to happen. And any case, they'll have to stand before Christ and um, explain what they do as well as us. So in any case, I think that was a positive move. It might be thought of as negative, but I think it's real positive. We weren't tied in that uh, uh, closely with them. Our whole point was we don't necessarily want to be antagonistic to any group. If you're preaching the gospel, we want to be supportive of it. It's sort of like how um, uh, the Christ uh, said, uh, or no, as Apostle Paul in Philippian church. If they, um, uh, they, there are some people who do things for dishonest gain, but there is a positive side in that if they're preaching the gospel, God could even use dishonest means to bring people to Christ. In any case, um, another thing I thought about this last year is the membership that we had, the people that came. Uh, We don't report our membership to the SBC because our goal is not to create some sort of tally. uh, And the baptismal counts, percentage-wise, about the number of people and the numbers that we had, I would say it would would make it, it very strong, but that is not our goal, but that is our blessing. Wasn't it an absolute blessing to hear three people confess Jesus Christ as Lord? Um, To me, that's one of the best services ever. I think we should continue to pray for that to people where people, whether it's the young people within this body of Christ or those that are outside, that they would come in the fellowship and recognize that indeed Jesus Christ is Lord and confess before men. uh, That was a great blessing to have our financial status continues to be strong. We don't need to take it for granted, but we do need to thank the Lord for it. You know, there's a lot of churches right now that are in great financial struggle. 2020 has been very hard on some. There are numbers of churches that have borrowed money just to get through, and I don't say this in pride. I say this in thankfulness to God. That has not been our situation. And our, even through the 2020 year and up to here, uh, we, we have not uh, de- declined in our financial giving. It's, and it's, and you, you know how I harp on it every week, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's such a blessing not to st- have to stand up before you and, and try to put some sort of pressure on you to give. We even put the box in the back of the room, and uh, that doesn't change anything you know we did it for the COVID protocols i think it's fine it might be good just to, you know keep the thing back there we mention it from time to time but it's not overstressed and 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 again because people have uh, a heart they have a devotion towards god and it is demonstrated in how what they do with their resources and one of my real blessings i get to um announce every year is our financial giving towards missions um, and those numbers are tallied and uh, i'll put linda on the spot do you happen to know this december's offering approximately right off the top of your head stop and think one second mission giving just for this one offering was how much over $17,000 over $17, now we gave another mission offering in July I don't remember what that number was I think it was somewhere close to ten we've talked about how do we want to give to missions do we want to include it in the budget um, and I've, we do have a regular offering that we do give to, on, in the budget that way, and that's fine. But I really like this free will giving. It's just been a delight for me, for us as a church, to say, you know what? We're going to give, and that's somebody calling me that I try to turn that off. Let's, let's make sure that's completely all off. It's not really calling me. It's just buzzing me, and I can't even fix it now. But anyway, let's try this. We might get a hurricane or something, a tornado, whatever. You guys let us know, and we'll all scoot. Any case, um, I really like this idea of how we do this mission giving, where it's just a free will giving. And whatever God gives us for that, we can give it to them. Do you know most of these churches that we support through AIT? Uh, Not most, but let's just put this, many of them. Many of them are, are... much larger than we are in size, and here we are supporting them, and I think that's fine. Um, that God has been very good to us, and for us to be able to share that the gospel would go out in churches across this country and in the in foreign countries is a real blessing. And I want to thank you for your support in missions. Um, okay, I need to—I have a, so many more things to say, but I better— wrap this up a little bit so we have time for other things but i just want to say one other blessings too in this 2021 is uh, the children Um, i'm always reminded of it and thinking about it and uh, lindy and jerry we know what it was like without any children zero right zero and how do you go from zero to get children you know um, you can start an awana program and you can do this and that no, we just preached the word, and people were dedicated to the apostolic doctrine, and they came eventually and didn't have a lot of programs and, and so forth, but they had God's word, and they had God's people, and they came and grew. And for you parents that are continuing to bring up children in the nat- nurture and admonition of the Lord, thank you very much for, do- for doing so. As the church grows, I think it's a healthy way for the church to grow within itself and for uh, uh, people within the body of Christ to continue to have children and to, and to bring them up in a godly way that um, uh, they will one day take our place and stand in our place and worship Christ until he returns. It, it is a great blessing. We're going to have to have a baby dedication soon, too. Andy will work that out. I don't know how many exactly we've had, but we've had quite a few, and that's a great joy. Let me finish the section off just by thinking then for 2022, some of my desires, and the only reason I throw this out there is maybe it can capture your heart as well to some degree. Uh, these are some of the things that, that I'm praying for, and perhaps you can be um, some motivated in different ways to some of these things, and One of them is, of course, just our uh, personal and corporate devotion. I'm going to talk more about personal devotion on Wednesday night at some point, but corporate as well as we come together to truly worship Jesus Christ. Number two is evangelism and discipleship. We've already done some training on it. I want to encourage you to do that, provide resources, help that indeed we would be engaged in sharing the gospel and helping others to grow in grace third would be mission involvement uh, we will be taking a trip a mission trip in february isaac will be talking more about that i hope some of you can participate and we will uh, work that out to help you financially as well so that you'll be able to go it's just a couple day event it's a very encouraging thing to engage in that way but um, I'm praying that it'll be more than that that God would one day raise up some from our own congregation that would go out and be uh, challenged to go out on mission to uh, help start a church or uh, be engaged even in short-term mission work. Fourth thing was would be genuine fellowship with one another. We've engaged in some of that in the current environment. I know it limits that to some degree, but I want to encourage you to consider and continue to engage in more, even utilize some of the resources that we have at church. If some of you are from different places, remember we do have a fellowship hall. You can meet there. It has a full kitchen and so forth. I'm going to encourage you to consider ways to engage with one another in fellowship beyond the church here. Uh, The next would be through prayer. And this is not a minor thing. It's a major thing for the kids. Catherine, are you still working through that, ahead of that list, or whatever, to help pray for children particularly? Uh, please be a part of that if you're not. Um, if you are, I pray that you'll continue to do so. And John, we're trying to help you out with this AV ministry. This has been really important, particularly in the environment that we're in. Folks are more uh careful if they are ill now which is fine i think that's a good thing i used to come in here hacking and coughing and carrying on right and uh, that's probably not a good thing and (laughs) made more aware of it by our current environment and uh and hopefully i won't carry on like that but uh there are times when i did we have some members that are like that that have that have to be out and they're considerate of others Uh, there are some that are seriously ill and they're gaining uh some connection through our audio video. And uh, Gordon's help with that. Andy recently has helped with that. Uh, the Kenemers are helping as well. So, but continue to pray that God would help us to be able to communicate through that. And then finally, I'll say, um, this is just kind of a prayer for you to think about and pray. And that is finally the, the um, music ministry that we have, <laughs> which is right here. No, we're so thankful that you guys have come and played your instruments Um, you read the psalms and you hear about these instruments being played to the glory of god and uh, that's lovely you know the human voice is also an instrument and i appreciate some of you who have stepped up to do that again pray for that and think about how you might engage i don't know to what degree we might help facilitate that uh, to where others can be brought in and work with you i know you guys are working with some now and i commend you for that i pray that you continue that if there's any way we can help uh, we'd like to see more and more of that Um, it was beautiful to see the children get up here and sing praises to the lord Um, lord willing and thank you amanda for helping us with that Um, lord willing we could do something for easter too maybe all right Um, any case uh, continue to pray and think about how you might encourage engage in that um, ultimately for God's glory. it it, uh, it is a great way to worship and teach these young ones to do so. Um, as I age, I, I, I guess I'm in this mindset now thinking about those that are going to come next because it'll be here before you know it. My kids are, are about grown up and out of the house now. And I was talking to a young family today, and they had this little baby. who won't be one until... Next week, I think, right? And it was her first. I'm like, I remember my first, holding her in my arms. And, and now she has three children of her own. In any case, time flies before you know it. Uh, be in prayer for that as well. God is a good God, and he has truly blessed us. We are called more than anything, and I like this in this section, that they were engaged in um, the breaking of bread together. This is talking about this communion. So we come together this beginning of this new year to break bread together, to begin uh, thinking about Christ. I want us to join together and sing. We'll sing 404. That's the communion hymn. I want us to sing the first three lines, I think it is, and then we'll hold off on the... Last, I think it has four, where it says, "We stand in thankfulness." If I remember right, we'll hold off that last one till we complete this. So, and you could just continue playing on why I dismiss you to to receive communion. And Jerry and Andy, if you'll come up and prepare the table when we get to uh, verse. Three, I think it is the communion hymn. Yep, there is four. That's good. So let's um, let's go ahead, and you can stay where you're at and sing together, um, and uh, and think about the Lamb of God who bears our sins. Let's sing together, four oh four, the communion hymn, the first three verses. Oh. come now and bless the bread and the
1: fruit of God. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for this time, beginning another year, Lord, that we can focus on you and uh, focus on our relationship with Christ and, mm-hmm. uh, Lord, uh, our love for Christ and, Lord, our um, understanding of the of the substitutionary atonement, Lord, that, thank you, Lord. Uh, that he has provided for each one of us, Lord. We thank you for this time we can uh, remember and be reminded of the price that was paid for for us and for our sin, Lord, as your body was broken, as your, uh, your blood was shed for the remission of our sins, Lord. We pray that uh, you would work in our hearts here in uh, these moments as we uh, remind, remember uh, your suffering on Calvary. And uh, apply it to our hearts today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: You can go ahead and begin here on this side. If you guys want to rise here, receive your elements of return, then we'll do in the middle on this side. to remember these great truths. We need to be reminded about Christ, and particularly going into this new year, his perfect life, his perfect righteousness. Christ, who died for us, Receive this in remembrance of him. And we have the fruit of the vine, Represent, of course, the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ which propitiates our sin. Paid in full. And he says it's finished. It was finished on the cross. It's done. No condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. If you want a memory verse, memorize that one. Preach to yourself about the no condemnation that is in Christ. From the bottom of our hearts we should swell with great joy. And Christ has called us then to use these elements as often as we do it, to do so in remembrance of Christ, to sing this in remembrance of Him. Our tradition, of course, is to continue singing and which we will we'll stand here and sing this fourth line thankfulness to respond, and I pray that's your response as well. Let's stand and sing the fourth verse. and we have one more presentation. I think Andy probably has more to do this than me, so I'll invite him to come on up here. He's jumping at the bit. We're going to invite Caroline and Catherine to come up too. Most of you know Caroline is shipping out to basic. We'll have the elders come on up. We'll pray. Tomorrow. It's time has come. Caroline has um, a unique gift and disposition. Her gift of singing is is uh, something that has just been from her heart and developed. Uh, she has participated in some auxiliary military things and has enjoyed that aspect as well. Providentially, God has... Um, Really worked on her hard and given her an opportunity to sign a contract with the U.S. Army as their vocalist on a reserve basis. So she'll still be with us, but it's going to be six months, right? They do basic training and then they go to uh, special music school in Virginia for another six months. Um, Caroline, of course, is my daughter. Now I would um, give this commissioning to any young lady that uh, or young man that was going off to do something like this, but it is a special privilege to be a part, and when I think about the kids that come to the church and our time here, um, we didn't have any others when you first came, and, but we did have uh, men and women of God who contributed much to your life, including Linda, I'll never forget, these kids now that just run around your feet. That was one of them at one time, and uh, it it is quite a blessing. We want to thank each one of you for contributing so much into Caroline's life as it is now. Um, She's really worked hard and very disciplined at what she does. Um, I'm really um, impressed by some of her uh, accomplishments that she's done. But the greatest accomplishment, and maybe some of you don't know it as much, that is her love for Christ. And that is something I can't make happen. I could send her to school and have her do this and that. But Caroline is a girl on her own that is um, devoted to Christ. Sorry to be bragging in front of everybody, embarrassing <laughs> you. But maybe it encouraged others. I assure you, Caroline is uh, devoted to Christ. I'll catch her often with her... Bible open in bed, and she, I, I can't get out because I've got to finish my devotions, reading scripture, listening to sermons. I wish she'd listen to mine more, but anyway, <laughs> she says mine put her to sleep, but she listens to others all the time, and uh, particularly John MacArthur, and that's good. I think God has really worked on her heart to give her the spiritual disposition to be able to deal with the difficulties that may come up. And what we're doing as a church, what we wanted to do, and talk to the elders about it as well, is kind of commission you to this enterprise and uh, let you know, which you do, but let you know again that we're praying for you at all times. I really think, you know, this is the desire of Caroline's heart, both to participate in the military as well as singing, that you will do this for the glory of God. We're going to pray, Caroline, that... There will be others that come to Christ. You'll be able to minister to many who have not had the kind of training spiritually that you have. They may have had other kinds of training, but not spiritually. And you will be able to share the gospel in a unique way, disciple others. And we will look forward to that. And so we're sending you off in that respect on mission for God, for his glory. Your singing will be a testimony to his work in your life and heart, but your spiritual testimony will be even greater. And I'm praying God will use you in a great way uh, in that regard and let us know, and I wanted to let you know that we're praying for you. But, Catherine, we'll have to pray for you, too. (laughs)
2: Um,
0: I think, Caroline, you'll do just fine. (laughs) Your mama, you might need to be praying for her, that's for sure. I'll have the elders go ahead and lead us in prayer, and I'll tell you, you guys just want to come up, and some of you that were in the military, Eric and Neil, I think, others, come on, call, come, y'all come on up around. I'll tell you what, you guys, rather than make us a show up here, why don't y'all get down yeah. here where they can be around you. I'll have the elders pray. I've prayed enough, so and so is Mama. We've been praying every day for this one, but I want the elders to pray, to lead us, but I want the church to come around. Caroline, some of you guys, come on up, those that you can. Kids, y'all can come on up. We can make a big uh, noisy to-do. It's okay. We're sending off on. our sister, and I want her to know that we're here for you. And, elders, then, would you go ahead and lead us in prayer, Andy, Jerry, and Blake. And let's, you can lay hands on her or one another or however you wish to do it.
1: Father in heaven, I thank you. Go ahead, Chair. Gracious Father, we're indeed thankful for this opportunity we have now to send Caroline out, Lord, to be uh, an example for those around her, someone who they can look up to in the Lord, Father. uh, I'm sure in her journeys she's going to meet many, see many who are lost, and have an opportunity to testify of the hope that is within her. Father, we just pray that you give her strength yes. and give her the courage to be able to speak up mm-hmm. and testify for Christ. Yes. Lord, and to find those other believers to uh, gather around with yes, and Lord. to uh, encourage each other in prayer mm-hmm. and in study. Father, we pray that you would bless her all the days of her life. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Like. Lord, as we continue in prayer, we thank you for. Caroline's testimony, Lord, and what you've done in her life uh, uh, these years here at Grace, and uh, personally, Lord, we pray that you build a hedge of safety around her, Lord, as she as she goes. Yes. Lord that you would protect her, give her wisdom and discernment, Lord, give her opportunities, give her boldness. Um, Lord, just make your will uh, uh, evident to her mm-hmm. daily, Lord. Continue to encourage her um, in your Word and. months and years ahead, Lord, we pray for Pastor and Catherine during this time as well, Lord, that you would thank you. encourage them and that you would um, draw them closer during this time as well, mm-hmm. Lord. And we just praise you for this time and look forward to what you'll do, looking forward to the testimony to come, and uh, we just praise
0: you in Jesus' name, amen.
1: And Father, I thank you for my little sister who has grown up to be a godly woman. Yes, thank you, Lord. Protector. Mm-hmm. Use her mightily to be your witness, and may she shine bright for Jesus Christ through her testimony and her voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 God bless you. We're not done, though. Oh, great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <My
1: mascara one. laughs> in in the world in which you operate performers always get it. okay so from the church this is for you
0: <laughs> generally not quite there yet she is a specialist e4 and everybody beside the car
1: don't come out. <laughs> That's chocolate for your mom to soothe the loneliness in her
0: heart. But I am so proud of you. I am too. God bless you. And thank you, church. Um, and thanks for your prayers. And Caroline, just want you to know that this is a symbol of the love that they have for you. And it is the love of Christ that will always be with you. He said he will never leave you or forsake you. That includes you, Catherine, too. Who will go through a difficult time, and we'll look forward to seeing you again when you return and hearing how God has worked in your life. God bless you. Thank you, church. God bless you. We're dismissed. We have a fellowship hall with some stuff, some snacks. So why don't we just drift on over there and we can uh, help Andy cry over there. God bless you. Thank you, everyone.